0: Marketing and IT are often considered Venus and Mars, two very different groups with different goals and different incentives. However, for the modern organisation to be able to deliver the very best experiences for their customers, marketers and their IT peers need to operate harmoniously. That's not always easy to achieve, but why not, and how can the relationship best be managed and improved? That's the issue we're going to discuss in today's edition of Adma Brave Marketing Podcast. The podcast where local and global leaders provide their perspective and opinion on the issues that affect the Australian marketing industry today. I'm Andrew Birmingham, the Editor-in-Chief of Witch50.com. My guests today include Murray Howe, the founder of Marketex, Dan Ferguson, the CMO of Adore Beauty, and Stefan DeLang, the CMO of Booktopia. And later in the program, Alison Sainsbury is back for our regular Resonate section. But my first guest today is Jenny Williams, the marketing leader at ADMA. Jenny, we've heard for many years that marketing and IT need to work together, but the question I'd like to ask you is, what's stopping them?
1: Well, I think both sides usually have the best interests of the, of the organisation at heart, but each are coming from it from a different perspective. So marketing typically are looking to react very quickly uh, to changes in the market. They want to adjust marketing or campaign activities accordingly. IT, on the other hand, whilst they may not want to stop this, they need to ensure that it's done in a way that's consistent with company policies, compliant by the law, secure from a data perspective. They typically like a lot more detail in what they're defining and sometimes these goals um, may be at odds with each other and difficult to reconcile. So there's also a bit of a historical perspective. In the past, I think, IT teams... Um, typically worked on really large projects and again typically in something of a waterfall fashion so they defined the detail and then they executed. Um, In a marketing type environment it's um, much more rapid much more fast response so it tends to lend itself more to agile development. I guess the other issue uh, that arises is that marketing uh, IT teams, the way that they would develop would be for a large base of users, which means they would usually develop for the lowest common denominator of user type. In the case of um, marketing requirements, often what they're delivering for is a very small super user base, who often know more about the product and the use case than the IT teams themselves. So there's a lot more education and a lot more collaboration re- required in the execution of it. And so uh, they are the owners of the budget frequently that is being used to execute and they are you know, key in the development of the requirements. So it sort of shifts the balance of power and the balance of knowledge within the project which fundamentally changes the way it gets executed. This podcast was brought to you by Sitecore. To learn more about the benefits of one-to-one marketing, get the Sitecore how-to guide to personalisation. Check the link in the description.
0: Welcome back. Murray Howe is the founder of Marketix and a well-known figure in the Australian marketing and technology landscape. He's worked both by side, such as during his time at Suncorp, and sell side in senior executive roles, most recently at Adobe. I asked Murray to explain the ways in which he's seen marketing work well with IT and
2: the times when he hasn't. First of all, I'm I'm, I'm reminded of a, of a quote that I was lucky enough to capture from Andy Lark when he was the Chief Marketing and Online Officer at CBA. About five years ago, he's, he argued that, in his view, that technology is a key differentiator for brands because it, it drives experience, um, service and marketing capability. And with, with that, uh, um, framework in mind if you think about the last five years in particular, you know, marketing and IT are moving in closer and closer orbit to each other than ever before. And as that's happening, I've seen a number of of, of uh, uh, factors coming into play. Uh, the, the first factor is uh, the point of origin for each party. So for for both for both marketing and IT, that they're, they're coming from vastly different experience um, uh, centers. They have vastly different mindsets and expectations of each other, yet um, they are being asked to work um, in concert like, like never before. So if I start, if I start with with marketers, uh, marketers are, in essence, being asked to do more with incrementally more resources than ever before, collect more data, uh, make more decisions, um, uh, assemble more content, execute, optimise more than ever before. And so for them, technology has become um, an an indispensable enabler of of that requirement. Uh, For IT, on the other hand, uh, if you think about the transformational waves that have 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 hit businesses over the last twenty years. Um, this present transformational wave is the first one that um, is being driven by a factor outside of the organisation, i.e., outside of IT's control, and that's the customer. The customer is driving this present wave of disruption and innovation through through expectation. So, who is the the logical? Um, uh, uh, custodian of the customer in the business, Well, that's, that's marketing. So for the first time in IT's experience, uh, their, their number one, uh, um, uh, internal customer is one that they've never dealt with before. And that's, and that's marketing. So what does that mean? Well, um, the first thing that comes to mind for me is, is, um, mindset and set. Um, uh, marketers are uh, you know, very much, I think, um, uh, right brain thinkers and that's driven by their experience in the market. The market is unpredictable and uncontrollable and so marketers are inherently more intuitive, creative um, in, their, in their approach to problem solving and in their expectations of um, how people uh, should be working with them, more responsive and more real time. Whereas uh, technologists uh, are more uh, left brain in their thinking, um, they value you know, sequencing, linear thinking, mathematics, facts and logic. They value process. They value certainty in things like um, you know time um, requirements and outcome of delivery. And so you have, you have these two parties coming together with very different sets of experiences, um, not much expertise in the requirements of the other, the worlds of the other, um, and very different mindsets, which often brings into, into play you know, conflict, um, uh, if, if, if not handled properly. The marketer's world is largely driven by relationships with external parties, uh, agency relationships, where there's a high degree of trust and responsiveness and the marketer is treated like a valued customer. And they expect that same thing of their new vendor IT. Conversely, um, CTOs expect marketers to behave more like product people, um, to care more about process and requirements than they presently do. We wanted to understand how the relationship looks
0: today at the Coalface. To do this, we started by calling Dan Ferguson, the CMO of Adore Beauty in Melbourne. I asked Dan to tell us about the relationship his marketing team has with the IT
3: department. Yeah, look, I think, um, I mean, I've worked at maybe 15 different companies, um, and I think the marketing um, relationship with IT, the marketing relationship with finance as well, but how well marketing works with other departments. Is quite indicative of of the agility and performance of a business because um, uh, good marketing is no longer just um, uh, in channel. It's um, how you execute on platforms and it's how you um, understand the economics of what you're doing every day. So at Adore Beauty um, our relationship with the marketing with uh, with our tech department is um, really robust and by robust I mean it's, it's um open I have direct conversations with my CTO um, and he is is more than comfortable having the same direct conversations with me pointing out where he sees an issue a gap um and uh um and asking questions of each other um where I um have got some really significant value is just that line between going hey tech we'd like this change to the website because we think it will do that versus um, the conversation that um, we have or we ideally aim to have, which is, hey, our business goal is this, tech, what, what's your view on the best way to execute?
0: So would you say that if you think over the course of your career, uh, those 13, 14 companies that you've worked with, have you noticed a change in the nature of the way that marketing and IT work together?
3: Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, when I first uh, started in marketing or in, in commerce, um, it was... I remember distinctly, you know, waterfall um, projects with uh, deadlines um, and uh, um, kind of an arcane science or magic to the tech department and you'd kind of go, hey, I want this thing, and then they'd come back to you six weeks later and say, well, you're not going to get this thing, but you'll get something quite similar. Um, it just won't do that, you know, the, the core thing you wanted to do. Or you will get it, but it's going to take another six weeks um, and cost a little bit of extra money. Um the, it was kind of like an order. you place an order and then you get something back, whereas um, I think any modern marketer now has to have a significant tech comfort um, so that they know, hey, roughly, if I want to change the site around entirely, is that a big or a small job? Is that commercially viable? Um, hey, if I want to partner up with this kind of platform, how long will that take? And also, what are the options versus doing that ourselves or, or using a third party? And then increasingly, as you have... Um, more and more you know apis partners platforms that you do your marketing on, you start getting this constellation of different platforms, none of which talk to each other, and that has its own challenges as well um, and I think that means that uh, you know your your tech team you need to partner closely with them because they they can they can give you guidance. You can work together on going, when do we move away from multiple different platforms? Where, how, when, Where is the opportunity to consolidate? Um, and what what does consolidation look like? So the the way that it's evolved is more in partnership with IT. My next guest is Stefan DeLang,
0: the CMO of Booktopia. Stefan, our previous guest, Dan Ferguson, talked about the need for marketers to be technology literate. Now, when you think about a technology such as software as a service, uh, which is the normal way we buy marketing tech these days, has that changed the nature of the relationship between marketing and IT?
4: I think one of the biggest changes that we've seen with uh, with SaaS software right now is, of course, the opportunity with API integrations and with that, the opportunity for marketers to easily and, and, uh, and better tap into the pool of data that was isolated in the past. So in the past, of course, the marketers could go in and work with data mining and and different methodologies of getting the data that they needed to get the right message in front of the right audience at the right time. But today, we've found a way to tap into almost instant data updates, meaning that we can be more timely, we can automate it, we can execute at scale. So it's become completely critical for any marketer today to be able to tap into that data source that's often wall-gardened from the IT department.
0: So what you're describing there sounds to me like a situation where, in order to get that outcome, you really have to have your data assets lined up. You really have to have the prelim work in place to ensure that the data can flow thr- freely through the through the uh, system. That suggests that the relationship with the IT department is critical and needs to start very early in the process.
4: I think this is one of the challenges that I'm hearing the most when when I'm out at different conferences and speaking to different retailers and insurances and banks. Same problem everywhere, really. We have all this data. It's not a lack of data. It's almost that we have too much and it sits too compartmentalized in, into the different stacks that we have. And all those different stacks, depending on the scale of the organization, don't always talk together. A good example could, could be an international airline company who might have different regions and different technology stacks in the different areas and they don't always talk together. Yet there might be a global marketing department that needs to be responsible for analyzing that data and actually come up with a global corporate strategy for the business. And I think we see the same even down in a retail where I'm, of course, focused where we have different technologies like your CRM programs that don't always have this single customer view that we would love to have. That's the holy grail for us as marketers, of course.
0: So one of the things that sort of strikes me, I've sort of worked or I've had both marketing and IT departments report to me at different times in my career. And one of the things that struck me is they're very different. So, what do you believe are some of the common misconceptions IT has about marketing and marketing has about IT, and what do you think frustrates IT about marketing, and what frustrates marketing about IT?
4: So, I've been lucky and privileged enough to have the same situation like you, where I've been responsible both for IT departments and for marketing departments during my, my career. And uh, and I've seen a lot of different scenarios where this, uh, not conflict, but this, uh, this kind of contrition can arise between the two different things, uh, two different teams. I think one of the biggest misconceptions from IT towards marketing is probably the marketing is the coloring in department, and they are purely focused on the acquisition of users and traffic to the website. And then from there on out, it's, it's often hands off, which uh, if we want to tie into what the misconception is, you can turn it the other way around and say, for the good marketers out there, that's just the start of the journey. The start of the journey is the awareness piece that we put out in front of the audience so we can start molding their, their intent early on. But when they land on the website, that's where the persuasion tactics start. So the full marketing funnel today is all the way into the post-purchase journey as well, post-acquisition journey.
0: So what's one of the big frustrations for IT, do you think?
4: But many IT people are deeply invested in the customer journey as well and the user journey and then also figuring out after they've deployed this functional feature, how it actually ended up working and what the analysis piece is in terms of its success. And I think that's... That's one of the biggest challenges for the, for the IT teams and the, the biggest frustrations that I'm seeing from the IT teams. Also, of course, lack of proper scoping, scope creep showing up because marketers don't always know what they want, what they need. They're thinking from a customer perspective. Uh, so I think those are probably the biggest frustrations that, that I've seen from the, from the IT department.
0: So anyone who's been on the conference circuit or attended any conferences over the last couple of years will have heard the expression that IT and marketing need to work together. Now, it's, almost, it's a cliche and it's almost a silly point to make because, of course, they should. One of the things I wanted to look at, though, is I think the disciplines are very distinct and they often bring different priorities and different incentives to the conversation. What pressures do you think these different mindsets and incentives create in the relationship? And importantly, how do you overcome those differences?
4: I think shared ownership is critical for the success of both departments and to, to avoid any kind of contrition showing up, involving people early on and, and making sure that they're part of the end-to-end process for, for any project that, that's, that both IT and marketing are involved with. Um, I, I, think, I think one of the biggest challenges around that is, of course, that nobody wants to have too many meetings. You want to make sure that you have the right people in the right rooms, um, but, but ultimately, I think the transparency is a, is a benefit for all those departments that's involved in the project.
1: This podcast was brought to you by Sitecore. To learn more about the benefits of one-to-one marketing, get the Sitecore how-to guide to personalisation. Check the link in the description.
0: Each week in the show, we ask an executive from the sponsor, Sitecore, to come in and tell us what resonated with them from the conversation. Our guest this week is Alison Sainsbury, Senior Marketing Consultant. Alison, what really stood out for you?
5: Yeah, look, I found that a really interesting um, discussion with Stefan, Um, you know, and his point around the old model where marketers were only focused on awareness and then they hand the customer off to sales service and who knows, Um, definitely something that I've seen out there before and at the same time IT being delegated this task to solve, which is really only a part of the journey and they don't get this vision of what's happening. And it does lead to people talking in different languages with different KPIs and those artificial barriers lead to this misconception that, you know, IT are against me or marketing are are doing frivolous things. Um, That You know, alternatively what I have seen in the quote-unquote new model, um, I say quote-unquote because I've seen it around for quite a while and, in fact, I worked in a team like this quite a while ago on an intranet um project which led to amazing results where we had the marketers the content people the it team all working together to deliver a result those kinds of teams that are intertwined co-located which is important and have shared ownership of the project they really deliver you know um they the results that come out of that um you know I, I saw it as, as recently as this week when I was um, in a workshop with a customer. Um, customer experience, you know, is not just a buzzword um, and it's not just a popular topic. It's actually, for me, I call it the fun stuff. You know, it's it's what people want to do. It's really interesting and everybody wants to have those skills. So I think what you need is to find the marketers, the IT people, the analysts, the content people, etc., who are really passionate about it and want to learn and they're not just saying this is too hard, and you get them together into a team and you, um, you get them involved in all stages. You know, you have content editors working with the developers to make sure that, you know, whatever platform they're building is extremely usable. You know, um, you get the marketers involved in scoping and understanding the technology and what is its potential and the limitations. You have the IT team seeing the impact of their work because they're very passionate about the customers as well. I find that again and again. And, you know, when you have these marketers adopting Agile, as Stefan talked about, there are certainly some who are resistant to that. Um, you know, there are some who find it a little challenging that, you know, their creativity is going to be tested and, and numbers are put to it. And, again, it's about finding the people who are keen, um, finding the people who accept that challenge and really want to know what the answers are. Because moving moving into a data-driven, data-driven marketing environment That can be challenging. Um, You know, you're going from your gut feel and, you know, they make jokes about the robots are coming for my job. But actually what it allows the marketers to do is to focus their creativity where it's going to get the best results, Um, the best results for the company, the best results for the project, the best results for them individually. They get to, you know, create the messaging which will resonate with the customers and then prove that it does it doesn't take the creativity away or anything like that it just means that you don't waste your time doing things which are not providing a lot of benefit so all up I would say that you know what the the main thing here is that you need to find those people who are keen there will be people who aren't and there is still very definitely roles for them but you know Find those marketers, the IT people, the content people, the analysts, etc., who find this interesting or want to work on it, and then empower them to do that. And you will get the results that you're looking for.
0: Thanks, Alison. And thanks to all of our guests in this first season of Adma Brave Marketing. We hope you've enjoyed the series and found value in the insights from our local and international guests. Brave Marketing was produced by Joseph Brooks. I'm Andrew Birmingham. Goodbye.